0: Welcome to episode 102 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's uh, it's Saturday's episode, people, but it is Monday. Uh, Monday, the 27th of April, two thousand two thousand 2020. And uh, we're late again, people. I'm sorry about that. I am sorry about that. Uh, we are late again. Shit. Um, I have been, I ain't gonna lie to you, I hold my hands up, I have been procrastinating something chronic, um, this weekend, uh, with various things that I've got to do, and, um, uh, just putting off the podcast, fucking man, I just get obsessed, obsessed with little fucking shitty things, I know, I know, somebody else who's got a fucking disorder, or something like that, and I'm the main one to fucking hammer those people down, (laughs) I know, I know, but, uh, I've been, I've come, I've got all the decorating done, the decorating's done, everything's done, everything's looking nice, I've fucking packed all my decorating shit away, and, um, then I've noticed little fucking little bits, what I've missed around the place, like, a fucking going around like a fucking weirdo, and um been touching up those little bits and then um uh, mother came round on uh, on friday l- last week and said uh oh maybe you ought to think about getting your front garden done so i've uh, i've become obsessed with doing that as well this is what we're doing in lockdown whatever you're doing in lockdown this is what uh ben briggs of the ben briggs podcast who should stop stop Referring to himself in the third person. That's the first sign of madness, isn't it? That is. Uh, I think... (laughs) (laughs) Maybe lockdown's getting to me a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, But that's what I'm doing. I'm decorating Briggs Towers. We're about to do the gardens um, out the front of Briggs Towers. uh, Sort out the moat. And uh, I haven't got that. I haven't got that, obviously. Um, But now I'm obsessed. With this, people, this is my little obsession. I'm so gra- glad I never fucking tried crack because I would be down an alley right now on my knees just getting that fucking extra bit of cash uh, for that crack that I need. I'm so glad I never got into fucking drugs or anything like that. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, alcohol was always my thing. But uh, I'm so glad I never got into that because I would not be sitting here in this fucking chair right now. Um, but uh, yeah, that's my little obsession. Whatever your obsession is, who knows? I've seen people posting um, about how they're trying to self-improve whilst, whilst uh, they're on the uh, on the old lockdown. Somebody learning a foreign language. Why would you... Like, why? I don't know. Even at school... I never saw the point of uh learning a foreign language. We did French and German and you had the opportunity to um uh do either GCSE French or GCSE German uh which um is that obviously for our foreign listeners um uh non UK listeners that is you're not foreign in your own country. are you? Hey, little bit of prejudice coming out there, Benny boy. Behave yourself. Um, it's, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, for, uh, yeah, that's, that's basically the exams you take at, like, 16, so, um, when I was 16, I had the choice of taking French or German, I'd been doing French for about, like, six years, none of it stuck, nothing at all, I could barely say, I, I, you know, I could say how old I was. I don't know why you would want to be going around France telling somebody you're 13 years old. I don't know. I don't know what scenario you're ever going to need that in, like to tell somebody your age. I don't know. (laughs) Some some big burly sailor comes up to you and you just say, ah, you know, like, oh, sorry, I'm 13. Ah, (laughs) ah, mad. I don't know. I don't know, people. But I took German instead, um, mainly uh, because I was. I'd been doing French for about 5 years and I was fucking shit at it. Uh German I could basically say my age um, and uh ask ask the way to the railway station which in the 40s <laughs> in the 1940s you didn't want to do that did you? Um but uh yeah that's uh, that's what I did. I I never even I put limited we took 10 GCSEs, that's what we had to do, and I thought, well, I'm pro- I'm going to pass nine of them, you know. German had to be the one that was called. I did no revision, I did nothing, and I think I got an E for it. That just shows, you know, the pointlessness of it. Because I go abroad, people, I travel, you know. I've been to places, Egypt, fucking places in Europe, fucking places... Uh, africa and uh other places you know around the world they all fucking speak english that's all you need to know and i know people say it's nice to make the effort but when people come over to england and they try to speak english and you're like fucking hell mate get the sentence out son that's how we are when we go over to france and germany try and get a sentence out in. well at least i'm making the effort they'd rather you didn't they would probably rather just practice your fucking english i know hey man you've got to respect the cultures and learn learn their language it's pointless when people come over and try english over here how fucking retarded do they sound that's how we sound when we're trying our best french or german um, I don't know. I take my hat off to anybody who can learn a foreign language. I can't do it. And, uh, if they're self-improving in lockdown for something Because, like, even if you're pretty good, if you don't have the accent of French or the accent of fucking German, you just sound fucking retarded when you're over there. Asking for stuff. You know, like, uh, can I have a uh baguette oh fuck i really <laughs> i really want a cream bun but i only know the word baguette oh fuck um jesus you limited your options there for what you can eat just point and say i'll have two of them me old booty come on everybody speaks english don't they i don't know maybe maybe it's just me not into that sort of self-improvement that could be it that could be it people couldn't it um but that that's pretty much what i've been doing just obsessing about my fucking garden and planning it out and shit like that you know that's 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 what i'm i'm doing in the lockdown after fucking what is it now 8 weeks since i had my operation so 8 weeks that i've been in this flat not gigging not doing anything watching tv watching netflix That becomes fucking after a while. Oh, fuck me. Man, every day. What is it today? It's Monday, isn't it? So uh, I've got this is how I'm planning my week at the moment. I've got Killing Eve comes out on Sunday. That sees me through Sunday night. Maybe a bit of Monday. I'll probably read a book a little bit have something to eat, start obsessing about that. As soon as I've eaten, I start thinking, oh, fucking hell, what am I going to have for my next fucking meal? Woo! This is the fantastic time we're having here. And then I'll watch something else in the afternoon, probably do a bit of washing up, wash up the plates that I'm going to use for uh, my later meal. So I've already started planning it. Then I'll watch something else in the afternoon, probably have a bit of a snooze. Wake up, have a bath, if I haven't had one, or a shower or something like that after my little snooze. Have a cup of tea, sit down, relax for a while, and then think about what I'm going to watch at night. And then it, and then Tuesdays comes around, so I'll watch Better better Call cool Soul. And then the day just goes on again, doesn't it? Eat, try and fill that time. I feel like at the minute that we're all living a little bit like um, Hugh Grant in the film about a boy where you're trying to section off the hours of, like, uh, before you can fucking eat again. And then that's the exciting time of day when you can fucking eat again. And then you probably have a couple of beers and go, well, you know, like, it is, it's Wednesday afternoon. But, you know, I haven't really got anything to do. So, like, I'll have a couple of beers. You have a little sleep. You wake up. You feel a bit hungry. You know, it gets exciting when you need to take a shit. (laughs) <laughs> woohoo, let's hope it's a fucking runny one, so this can fucking, uh, check the clock down a little bit, uh, I don't know, let's, uh, let's, uh, on that note, let's have a little bit of tea, people, and now they're changing the laws a little bit, that's it, they think they're gonna, in the UK, I don't know, the rest of the world, um, America, Belgium, places like that, that are listening, um, I don't know how your lockdown is going, but, um, at the minute, this, they're talking about, like, relaxing um, the uh, the lockdown laws a little bit, where you can, like, possibly meet up with around about 10 people. Um, so then you've got to make that fucking list. If you're not a popular person, I haven't... By the way, if anybody's struggling to fill that list of uh, people, you can have some of fucking mind. If you want. I've got a lot. (laughs) I've got about three people. Three people that will be on that list of ten. I've got seven going spare people. I'm going to start auctioning them off. I've got a mum. I've got got a mum. Everyone's got a mum. I've got my mum. And then uh, possibly uh, my nan. If I make her list. That's the other thing. Isn't it? If you don't make hate. You you say, oh, yeah, you're going to be in my group of 10. Well, you haven't really made my group of 10. So this is where the friction's going to occur, people. I can't see that happening, can you? Like, I remember. Um, do you remember the uh, when uh, the chlamydia adverts were out? And they were like, if you're one person and you sleep with somebody with chlamydia, chlamydia and then they sleep with two people and they sleep with two people and they sleep with two people and the next minute everybody's like on the adverts knob and fanny are dropping off that's what it's going to be like because it's not just going to be kept to that group of 10 is it like you'll have like five people who like their group of 10 is different and then you know you might as well just open the pubs and just, like, you know, feed people alcohol and just, like, you know, slip them a Viagra in there as well. It's going to spread like wildfire again. I don't know. That's my that's my non-medical opinion coming out there, people. <laughs> <laughs> no medical training, but, like, look at that situation and you can just see it fucking happening, can't you? If you put a cube of uh, fucking sugar down on the ground and one ant finds it, the next minute, there's fucking covered in ants everywhere. That's what it's going to be like, people. Um, this is my uh, this is my fear mongering going on right now. <laughs> oh, fuck it out! Twelve minutes already, people. I've been blathering on. I did see one thing that uh, that annoyed me very much: uh, a petition on Facebook for uh, what was it for? Uh, um, starting up uh, for reopening the gyms. This was it. And the thing that annoyed me about it was it was posted by somebody who's a PT. Not on my timeline or in my friend's group, but I saw it. And um, so he's obviously a personal trainer. So he's all fucking for it. But the thing what they did, what they did on the petition, like they like everybody does now with everything, because everybody's latched on to hang on a minute. People give a lot of time to people with mental health issues and stuff like that they were saying uh on there uh which is a good thing by the way just before you start fucking writing in um which uh what they'd put on there was like obviously for physical well-being and mental well-being as well he's got a fucking vested interest for the gym's opening up you know there's other things you can do for your mental health go for a fucking run Go over the park and fucking do a few pull-ups. If you can do it, I don't know. Um, You know, go for a run, go for a bike ride, go for something. Forget about going to the gym. All that fucking sweat and breathing on all those. You'd have to fucking hose down the apparatus every 30 seconds while somebody's on there. I was saying, like, uh, I I indicated towards the park over here uh, just then. uh, Because, uh, and... Uh, said about that because I saw this morning a PCSO. There's a dude um who lives up the road. A dude, a guy who lives at the road. And uh, he goes over the park all the time. Does pull-ups, chin-ups, fucking stands there skipping and shit like that. He's fucking... He's at the peak of physical fitness, this guy. And I saw him working out. It's just him goes over there on his own, working out over the park near the little seesaws and that. Like on the swings, just pulling himself up on the swings. Not that I'm watching him like a weirdo. I was just outside, noticed him. And I noticed a PCSO go straight, walking down the road and just locked into him. This is my time to shine, baby. i got these new powers to use. Fucking hell. What a fucking asshole. The guy is just fucking working out on his own, minding his own business. He goes down there every fucking day um maybe I was a little bit more because he's a black dude and i was just like ah fuck the police man this is what this is it i don't know happening even over here i don't know it it was just there was just something about it that i didn't like maybe it was the racial aspect to it or whatever it just seemed a bit it just seemed like he could have just fucking walked on but he couldn't allow himself With his little high-vis fucking PCSO shit stamped all over the back. He just couldn't allow himself just to let it go. He's a guy who goes over there every fucking day. Every fucking day to uh, work out. You know, he's just keeping trim. The gyms are closed. Obviously, they're not going to open. No matter what fucking, you know. The other thing on this petition as well was the closing date was October. I imagine they'll be open by then, my friend. Just be fucking patient, Mister Fucking PT. Fucking I, I'm setting up a petition, fucking geezer. But yeah, I felt a bit sorry for the old. Um, uh, I felt a bit sorry for the old. Uh, the old geezer working out over there today, and the, he looks so smug. The fucking peace, you know, fucking police. Fucking whatever they are, community support officers. That's it. And it PCSO, yeah, police community support officer. Looks so fucking smug. Oh, I've got a little bit of power, a little bit more power now. I can, hey, what are you doing over there? Working out? That's illegal. Fuck off. Jesus, man. I don't know. I don't know. What is the world coming to? Um, where you can't fucking just work, work out. He's literally doing what they said. Like you can go out and work out. And uh, he got moved on his way. The fucking ah, it made me want to play like "fuck the police" by NWA, just like fucking at full volume as he was walking by. I don't know, man. Talking of that, talking about hip hop, um, I did. Uh, I uh, let's have a little bit more tea before I start this. Let's have a little time check as well. Seventeen minutes, fucking hell. Um, little bit of tea there. Um. Yeah, uh, I did yesterday. Um, this was part, part of my little routine of fucking making it through the day, people. Um, I did uh, I did watch the Beastie Boys documentary. Uh, well, sort of like documentary. It's more of a fucking TED Talk. Um, I, I, I'm quite into hip-hop music, particularly like late 80s, early 90s, Tupac, Big E, all that sort of shit. I quite like that. And, uh, the Beastie Boys, I don't know. Um, Sabotage is a fucking great song, uh, and love the video to it. But the rest of their stuff, it just seemed a little bit fucking cheesy and shitty and, I don't know. Um, the documentary type thing, obviously one of the geezers died in, like, 2012. I think, what, Youch was it? Adam Youch or something like that? He uh he died in um 2012. So you have got the other two geezers like with him uh not with him. Obviously they didn't fucking haul him on stage. But it's like a stage show that they've done, almost like a TED talk, doing a history of um uh the Beastie Boys, where they came from, all the fucking little deals they did, with, like Russell Simmons and that, and then like um how they their fucking album bombed, and then like became something else, and how they've sort of, like, changed their sound and, um, which was quite interesting to watch, but they always seemed like the lame asses of, like, hip-hop, like the, hey man, fucking, and I know, like, the, they even, they say it on the, um, documentary, the, uh, the song, uh, you gotta fight for your right to party, um, or whatever, they said that on the uh, on the uh, documentary that, that, hey, man, it was meant to be lampooning sort of like those frat boys in that. And then that's all they ever got. But it, I don't know, looking at it, I don't think it was really. I know they can say that because they want their legacy to fucking erase that fucking song of like Woo, fucking Bill and Ted shit. But um, I don't know, man. Uh, the documentary was quite it, it, it's a stage show basically, a stage show of them standing on stage with an audience. Um, I don't know. I'd have have felt... If I was in the audience, I'd have felt short fucking changed by it. Um, It was okay. I imagine uh, The Other geezer Who's Dead was the main driving force behind the fucking... um, behind the songs and everything. Because, uh, you know, why would you do a fucking TED Talk-type show um it just didn't seem to work that's the thing i mean it was quite interesting and shit like that i think it's on what was it it's on uh apple i think i watched it um not particularly legally uh but it was on a site i uh i uh i frequent every now and again to watch things and um uh yeah it was just i, I don't know man like it, they just seemed like they were the lame asses and they're still the fucking. You know, they go out on stage and they're wearing fucking chinos and fucking a jumper, like uh, a fucking woolen jumper as if they're, like, just come straight from an M&S fucking modelling uh, fucking job. I don't know, man. It just, it just seemed a bit lame. Uh, and then after that, I just needed to have a little touch and then I fucking found a great documentary um, about Steve McQueen. Uh, which, uh, called The Man and Le Monde, uh which is uh, about his film and uh, Le Mans that he made, uh, that absolutely fucking tanked at the box office, but was just, like, a pure sort of, like, his love letter to sort of, like, racing and motor racing and that sort of thing. And it was just fucking... The documentary is fucking great. Just, like, seeing... How one man had a passion and a vision of what he wanted to do and fucking did it. And um now it tanked at the box office. I think it cost like seven million dollars or something, which back in 1970, I think, was like shitloads of cash. And it made it, it it was seven million it cost, and it made five and a half, I think, at the box office. But for somebody's like who's was that much in love with uh motor racing and um a lot of the films are uh, filmed in the nineteen seventy Le Mans race. They had like a car going round within the race, like with a two cameras at the back, one in front. So when the cars were going round them, they were getting that sort of like almost like panoramic sort of like overtaking maneuver and then going down by the side of the cars and shit like that. And then they had to weave a story into all of this, which it seems like Steve McQueen just wanted to fucking um, uh, make a documentary about it. But then they had to somehow weave some story in that wasn't there at all. They hadn't wrote the story when they started filming it. I think it was like something like, I don't know, a certain amount of film, I've got like a million miles of film, but that sounds mental in my head, thousand, I don't know, I don't know, but there was fucking shit loads of film used in it, and um, a load amount of money wasted and shit like that, one of the drivers lost his fucking leg in a crash, <laughs> that's the 70s for you people, you know, one of the drivers just driving round, like filming a scene, and that crashes his car. Fucking his leg pops off. Ah, never mind. You know, like it's yeah. Uh, you know, we're making films in the seventies. What are you gonna do? Just, just, uh, just filming from the fucking waist up. That's what we're doing. <laughs> oh, fucking brutal, man. Brutal. Uh, let's have a little bit more tea. But I thoroughly recommend that. That is on uh, that's on iPlayer at the minute. Uh we're on uh, we're on about twenty five minutes, people. Um but I fucking love Steve McQueen. I absolutely love him in every film. Great Escape, fucking great. Towering Inferno, Bullet, fucking loads of stuff. He's just like the coolest, coolest guy. Um and he just comes across as yeah, came across obviously he's dead now. He died in nineteen eighty or something. But um just comes across as like a really sort of like passionate guy particularly about motor racing and stuff like that and it's a really fucking good documentary to watch um this is how i've been filling my fucking time none of this fucking language learning for benny boy um anyway let's have a look at um let's have a look at uh um uh some uh that's been going on in the news obviously Um, at the minute, uh, one of the major news stories that's been fucking floating around at the minute is the, um, uh, Kim Jong-il, Kim Jong-un, isn't it? Kim Jong-un, is he alive, is he dead, we fucking don't know, uh, you know, like, apparently he's alive, like, as of Monday, now, but, like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) he went in for a fucking, what was it, heart, heart problem or something like that, and, um, if he had have died they would be like, uh, is available for comment, uh, or anything. like <laughs> Everyone's fucking tight-lipped as shit over there about everything. What about the doctor? Can we interview the doctor? Oh, no. Him or any of his close relatives are not available and will never, ever be available again uh, for comment on that. Oh, why is that? Are we, we've tried to get in touch with him. Uh, I don't know. He just seems to have, uh, just seems to have disappeared. Um yeah so that was one of the major things obviously donald trump saying about injecting fucking disinfectant and shit i think uh i don't know there was a spin on that or something but uh uh people have actually uh, i read whether this is true or not i don't know this is like you know another fake news story or whatever but um people have actually been doing it in the states people in listeners in the united states get fucking hold of your people people you know what i mean just uh just do that. uh <laughs> fucking hell. Jesus, you know, I've, I it sounds like I've been injecting it, doesn't it? I don't know. Anyway, let's have a look at this uh fucking weird fucking story uh that we've got out here at the minute. This is uh Tattoo Addict. Here we go. Tattoo Addict 24, unusual name. Uh <laughs> Tattoo Addict, 24, shares jaw-dropping photo of how she looked before inking. I always, like, I've got tattoos myself, right? I've got, like, one on my shoulder and one going down my, um, one going down my thigh uh, that I regret massively. They're 90s tattoos as well. None of this fucking all colourful, all brilliant. Hey, man, this is really cool tattoos that they do these days. These are old-school, 90s I've got a Celtic sun on my, uh, left, uh, left shoulder, um, that was originally black, and now is that fucking weird, bluey, skinny, fucking faded shit that, uh, just looks, just looks like marble, doesn't it? And I've got, like, a, a Celtic thing going down my leg, which is, I don't know, I don't know, people, I was about 19, 20 when I had them done, I was like, hey, man! This is going to be cool forever. And uh, and then the 90s passed. Kirk Cobain died. Uh, Oasis split up. And then you're just like, oh, fuck, man. You know. Uh. <laughs> we all make mistakes. But anyway, tattoo addict, model. This is what she is. She's a model, tattoo addict, um, 24, shares jaw dropping photo of how she looked before. She's got tattoos on her face. This is the issue. (laughs) This is the point I was trying to make, people. She's got tattoos. I regret the tattoos that's on my shoulder and on my leg, right? I kind of regret those because they look fucking shit. But there's something weird about having a fucking face tattoo that just sets you, you know, it just looks fucking... I'm never going to stop being freaked out by... uh, Somebody, like, with a fucking face tattoo. It's just... There's just something... Yeah, neck tattoos or whatever. Yeah, it's not my thing, but you can see it. They're all right. You can kind of cover them up a bit. But it's a fucking... It's a fuck It's your fucking face. That is your fucking hello world. And you've just fucking painted all over it. Uh, Anyway, this one, This woman, she looks... She looks like a fucking kid's doodle book. That's what she looks like. Her fucking face. She's got an upside down cross on one cheek. Uh, Some sort of it looks like Chinese letter in there. She's got a fucking little goatee thing. It it makes it look as though she's got a fucking beard. Um, Something weird about people with face tattoos, man. Uh, a model who shot to fame when she started sharing photos of her intro intricate body art has shocked people with the latest image uh i imagine it's the image of her without tattoos and people have just gone holy fucking shit she looks like she's had a bit of fucking bit of fucking lip work done there as well either that or uh, she's been uh got a lip stuck in a fucking hoover for a day uh she's got that Amber Luke, who has spent more than twenty grand on her tattoos, fuck me, has posted images when her skin was clear before she began the ink The Australian model, who is known for her striking looks, uh, no shit, yeah, she's got a fucking, she's let like a kid fucking with, I don't know, some sort of twitchy kid draw all over her face. Uh, she looks like a fucking, you know, an ADHD kid's fucking bedroom wall. Uh, she's also, she's also, as jaw-dropping characteristics include dermal piercings. What's a dermal piercing? What the fuck is a dermal piercing? Uh, let's Google that. Google, uh, Google. Fucking hell, I even said that. Dermal pierce. Oh, right, in the skin. Looks like, right. Yeah, she's got one right in the fucking middle of her forehead. Uh... And eyes that have been inked a bright shade of blue. Oh, fuck me, man. Is that her eyeballs tattooed? That has got to be fucking painful, hasn't it? Just seeing that, because you naturally just close your eyes, surely. I don't know, each to their own, man. But Jesus. She's laying on a bedspread and she looks like she's fucking... Like merging in with it. I don't know, man. I don't know, fuck me, she looked very different before the tattoos, she looks like a fucking Barbie doll, yeah, she's had lip work done, and cheek fucking implants, must have had, must have had, I don't know, not that there's anything wrong with that, there fucking is, (laughs) but the biggest contrast, (laughs) fucking hell, is definitely a lack of inkings, yeah, fucking hell, if the influencer was to wear the Floor length gown today, you would be able to see tats on her chest, arms and face. Well, yeah, fucking... Oh, man, yeah, she looks weird. Like close-up, she looks... Ah. Oh. She looks... Her face looks... It looks... She looks like a fucking doll. You know, that weird doll fucking skin too fucking smooth. You know, big lips, big eyes. She looks like a fucking Disney cartoon character that's, uh, that's fucking joined a fucking biker gang. (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't know. There's just not... I can't see that fucking... Hey, you met my new missus? (laughs) We call her the fucking notebook. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, each to their own and shit like that, but fuck me. You do judge people with fucking facial tattoos. I don't care what you say. Every If you're walking down the street, it's late at night. Somebody pops out at you and it's just like some girl or something like that. Just some normal plan. If it was the girl before she was fucking tattooed, you'd be like, ah, oh, fine. The girl with a fucking... Fucking... Dragon Tattoos fucking jumps out at you with all tattoos uh, over her face. Fucking hell, Jesus, sweetheart, behave yourself. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe I'm getting old, people. Maybe that's it. That's what people say, isn't it? Oh, what's it going to look like at fucking uh, at the age of 80? She must have been having those Facebook, uh, those face tattoos. And people will go into her. Uh, what's that going to look like at 20 past five? Jesus. the fuck are you doing to yourself uh i don't know people i don't know um that is episode 102 we're fucking late we're gonna get uh 103 banged out on uh tuesday people we're gonna get it banged out on tuesday um so that will be out in uh 24 hours um If you want to message me or anything like that, you can email me at uh, podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. Like the page, do whatever, uh, share it if you want to. I will be back tomorrow, motherfuckers, on the 28th of April. Um, Take care till then. Goodbye.